0: Welcome to Kitchen Table Conversations, a series of short and shareable conversation starters for those of us who have or love and support people with a complicated and beautiful brain. Here's your host, Angela Geddes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Kitchen Table Conversations. Uh, So thankful that you've decided to once again share some space with me today, or maybe this is your first time. And if it is your first time, I hope you appreciate uh, the importance of these conversation starters and the real need there is, uh, in my opinion, to to bring these conversations home to our own kitchen tables and also to share these kitchen table conversation starters so that there are more and more of these kinds of conversations. For those of you who, who may not know, I am a social worker in private practice with a particular interest in people who are often misunderstood. So people who struggle with complex mental health or complex um, developmental disabilities, including things like ADHD, uh, certainly some autism, but I have a particular passion in um, the area of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. And I have this passion because, as I've said before, it is the leading cause, prenatal alcohol exposure is the leading cause of developmental disorders in the Western world, and I think globally, honestly. Um, but yet, it is more prevalent than Autism, Cerebral Palsy, Tourette Syndrome, and Down Syndrome combined. Yet, we don't know that uh, as a society and as a system. Just got off of a meeting with some behavioral specialists that are contracted uh, to work through uh, children's aid societies, for example. And admittedly, their uh, approach is focused on behavioral strategies. And uh, through a trauma lens. And if anybody has participated in any of my training, I highlight the fact that a trauma approach is very important considering adverse childhood experiences is also very important and does impact uh, children and families in profound ways. Um, however, when we look solely through a trauma-informed lens and neglect the fact that there could be or could have been interference with fetal and embryonic development, then we are missing a huge, uh, a huge piece of the puzzle and why our system continues to fall short when it comes to meeting the very complex needs of individuals and families. Families are falling apart as a result. And I think it's really important to understand that 98%, I'm going to say that again, 98% of people with, who would qualify for an FASD diagnosis do not have one. So that means that the people that we know who are diagnosed represent 2% of the ones that actually have it. So when we say the prevalence rates are 1 in... 25 or 4% of our population. That means there's one in every classroom, at least one in every classroom, and probably more. So FASD is in all of our circles, and I was just honored to be a a big part of yesterday and Tuesday's conference here in the London region. We had people from all over the globe attend virtually, which was just amazing. And again, I was very honored to present on uh, opportunities to build system capacity in terms of multidisciplinary. Team assessment. So there's some training available, free training available to people in Ontario who are interested in building their skills uh, in, you know, their clinical skills in assessment services for people with very complex needs. Um, So that will, uh, that's available online and it will be through the, uh, FASD Ontario network of expertise website. So I encourage everybody to check that out. Um, and also I was able to present on, uh, social work specific or, you know, it's, it's applicable to psychotherapists. It's applicable to occupational therapists or physiotherapists who are currently involved in assessment and, uh, and family support. So, um, That training is available through my website, so angelageddis.ca. I encourage you to check it out or pass this on to anybody that you think might be interested. Um, At this conference, again, I was able to um, facilitate or moderate uh, a panel of experts with lived experience, which was so powerful, so beautifully expressed, um, you know, where our fist, our system again can fall short, but also real opportunities for our system to just augment what we're doing and um, really do what we set out to do. And that is to, uh, to support people and meet people where they're at. So lots of really, really good information shared. And I'm just so inspired. Once again, it's so it's so healthy for me to hang out with like minded people. But also recognizing that we need to broaden the audience because so many people do not realize that fetal alcohol spectrum disorder is a part of their, um, their own personal circles and certainly their professional circles and that whether we know it or not, we are supporting people with prenatal alcohol exposure. And so again, you know, just off this meeting, recognizing that, that people who are called in to deal with behaviors that are challenging are not trained in this area and not aware of the complexities and how we need to do things differently and recognize that this is a brain-based condition and um, and that there's a good chance that there's going to be all kinds of other diagnoses. And there are comorbidities for sure, um, mental health concerns, lots of anxiety and depression and uh, OCD kind of tendencies, but we're also going to see uh, you know, misdiagnoses like post-traumatic stress disorder, ODD, oppositional defiant disorder. Yeah, again, ADHD, autism sometimes, um, which can co-occur, but often too, it's it's a it's a, a, a misdiagnosis sometimes or a misunderstanding that actually what we're seeing is a result of, of prenatal alcohol exposure. So I'm here to say. You know, none of us can do this alone. It takes a community to raise a child. There is a little child in all of us that still needs to be cared for and nurtured in in certain circumstances and when we're presented with um, distressing circumstances or memories that are uncomfortable. So, um, yeah, nobody can do this alone. We all need helpers, and even us helpers need helpers to support our continued efforts and to keep us strong and healthy and, uh, and that we need to, to work collaboratively um, because families who have complex needs need uh, a circle around them. And I'm just so honoured to be a part of so many. And uh, I'm passionate about spreading this word. So please help me because I can't do this alone. Nobody can do it alone. And we need to broaden our audience beyond... FASD specific expertise because I can tell you we do not need to be experts in order to be really really helpful. So thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful week. Angela.